Hello, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today, we are talking about AEW Dynamite from... Let me look at my notes. Uh, March 9th of 2022, this past Wednesday. Uh, so we started out with Chris Jericho. He comes out and Excalibur can't talk. I don't remember why I wrote that down. I just know he can't talk. Um, Jericho said losing on Sunday was one of the best nights of his career, which I guess that's cool. He's losing is a good night for Chris Jericho now. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's great. Uh, then the crowd chants shake his hand and Chris asks Eddie Kingston to come out and, sh- and let Eddie shake his hand. All, all great stuff right here. I'm kidding. I hate. I don't hate them. I'm not a big fan of Chris these days. I'm glad he's back in shape. Don't understand the hype around Eddie Kingston. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, Eddie Kingston came out, and Eddie is mad that the fans are chanting what? He said, Steve Austin ain't here, which is pretty funny. And then Eddie said, Chris Jericho is missing something inside of him. That's the whole reason Chris wants to shake his hand. It's cool. And then Eddie said, that must be why you hate me and then some of the other young guys in the back. And in this statement, he called himself young. Eddie Kingston's like 40. So I guess young is 40 now in the wrestling business. Uh, Chris and Eddie shake each other's hands. And 2.0, Daniel Garcia, these jobbers I have to see every week on AEW Dynamite come out. And 2.0 and Daniel Garcia beat up beat up people Santana Ortiz show up and they also get beat up by 2.0 and Daniel Garcia then Chris Jericho turned on Santana and Ortiz to join 2.0 and Daniel Garcia so I have to see them even more now since Chris Jericho has joined them Uh, Jake Hager came out he looked real confused and then he finally figured out hey I am joining Chris Jericho because he pays me all the money um, Jake Hager, freaking, uh, that didn't happen yet. He beats up people. Uh, Jericho hit Eddie in the head with the bat because he has a baseball bat too, which for some reason. And I just put, it's just the inner circle 2.0. I said, cool. Hager powerbombed Eddie Kingston through the table. He could barely get Eddie Kingston up. Then Jericho got a mic and said, this is the Jericho Appreciation Society. And then he walked out. I that's possibly the worst name I've ever heard for a group. Um, but hey, you know all the good names are taken at this point. You got seventy years of wrestling; all the good names are taken. So hey, I understand. You couldn't come up with something. I I get it. Um, and they showed a video of CM Punk and MJF, which cool, whatever. Then we went to one of the three title matches of the night because AEW said, we just had a pay-per-view. Let's run another pay-per-view on, li- on free television to get ratings. This show didn't do ratings. It got less than a million people watching. <sighs> what a freaking night. Um, Adam Page versus Dante Martin. Uh, <laughs> I wrote down, why does Dante Martin have a match for the world title? I don't know. I've seen, last two weeks I've seen him, he's lost matches, but cool. And I get they've been Royal Rumbles, but still, they lost him. And they say, uh, <laughs> oh, I, 
because the main event for tonight is Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara. And I said, Sky's been undefeated for like a year, and Dante Martin just gets a world title shot. I'm confused. And I wrote, also wrote down, where is Jay Lethal? Why doesn't he have a title shot? I would rather see him than Dante Martin. But whatever. The, apparently, Dante Martin has earned his spot. Um, and then they go to picture-in-picture. Picture. I don't watch picture-in-picture because picture it's stupid. And I also wrote down why there's so many title matches. I don't care. Uh, that's what the pay-per-view is for. Or one title match, cool. Three, nah, not so much. Um, Hangman hit the buckshot lariat, his finisher. Uh, Dante Martin definitely saw it coming from a mile away. He was getting ready to sell. And then I wrote down, please make it look better. Why is this a thing? And <laughs> page one, I swear... In real time, of actual non-picture, make picture I swear, like, five minutes. But, yeah, g good for Paige. He gets another, <laughs> gets another title. Uh, defense. Uh, Adam Page calls Dante Martin back into the ring. And he says, ah, you did great. You know, we love you, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Then Adam Cole came out looking like, uh, in... in Looking like a normal dude. Adam Cole said Paige's win against him was a fluke. Then he said, you know what? You need to face me again. So let's make it a six-man tag match. And you can pick two people, anybody that you want. What? That doesn't make any sense. He said, let's fight. But add two more people to you. And I'll add two more people to my team. And I said, whatever. <laughs> I said, Cole shouldn't even have a title match. All he does is beat jobbers. Um. That's all he did. He beat a bunch of Dark Order people, and that was about it. Which, sure, he gets another title shot. Cool, I guess. <laughs> then we go to Daniel or Brian Danielson and John Moxley with William Regal versus two jobbers I don't care about. Um, William Regal's here. That's pretty cool. I'm glad he has a job in wrestling again. Um, <laughs> Moxley and Brian are coming out separately, even though they're a team, which I guess is cool, because each of them have cool themes. Uh, and this this match was stupid. John Moxley completely missed a suicide dive, and then Brian Danielson made one of the jobbers tap out. And then Tony Schiavone came in and interviewed all of them. Regal was talking forever. I, I mean, probably went too long, but I enjoyed it, because I think William Regal is the man, or one of the men. Uh, so he probably went too long for everybody else, but I enjoyed Regal's funny promo. He was, you know, he wasn't funny the whole time, but, you know, he was making fun of Tony Schiavone for not having a good suit. I, I enjoyed it. Other people probably thought this went on for way too long. Um, but then we have the Dark Order. Jesus Christ, the Dark Order's back. We can't find anybody to replace the Dark Order on TV. It's 2.0 and the Dark Order Every week. Uh, the Dark Order was backstage. And uh, he said. He, Adam Page said he's uh, sorry for bullying jobbers. Uh, and then the Dark Order has. Well who's your, who are your tag partners for next week? And he said ah, it's not y'all sorry. It's a dinosaur and jungle boy. And I said okay. Whatever. <laughs> dinosaur. Get to see. Get to see a freaking dinosaur wrestle on tv again that's great then a random match because the title match only went like 10 minutes we had wheeler yuda versus Pac. pack sorry 
I said, unfortunately, Orange Cassidy and Danhausen are here. Lord have mercy. And they somehow mentioned March Madness, and Jim Ross said, yeah, I'm working on my bracket. Uh, I could care less about Wheeler Yuta right now with his dumb friends. They should kick Wheeler Yuta out of the best friends, and I'll probably care more about him. Uh, and Wheeler tapped out to Bach. Whatever. Then we went to Cutler Camp backstage. Adam Cole talked more. And the Bucks are still mad at Red Dragon. The Bucks don't want to tag against Adam Page because they somehow still like Adam Page, even though Kenny Omega told them not to. And then uh, he said, Adam Cole said, well, don't worry. I wasn't picking you anyway. I'm picking Red Dragon because they're my homeboys. And then uh, Cutler said, hey, don't worry. I'd pick you guys. I'd pick you, Nick and Matt. And they said, shut up, Cutler. Basically, that's what happened. And then we had FTR being interviewed. They just kept going with these interview segments, I swear. Dax talked about his family until he said, well, it's not about family, it's about championships. And then FTR said, you know what? Screw you, Tully. You're fired. And Tully, Tully Blanchard better get a run with Arn Anderson for the tag team titles. If a jungle boy who can't talk and a dinosaur can get a run for the tag team titles, please book Tully and Arn for the titles. <laughs> that would be great. Then we had the... Andrade Hardy family office emergency meeting. Matt Hardy came out. They're they're just in the ring. They didn't even come out. Matt Hardy said he's. Matt Hardy said, "Why are you firing me, Andrade?" And they should get Andrade a mouthpiece, somebody to talk because I can't stand to listen to Andrade talk. It's, it's nothing personal. He talks. He talks a lot of Spanish. That I don't care for. Most of the people who watch this show are American. He's worse than Alberto Del Rio. And I, Del Rio just said destiny a lot and money I'm rich. So can it get worse? Apparently it can. Um, Matt said that private party won't vote him out because they're my sons. What? Okay, whatever. Private party are his kids now. And I wrote down why they even need to vote... Matt Hardy out. They told us weeks ago Andrade supposedly owned 51% of the company. That's more than enough to fire freaking Matt Hardy. But whatever. I'm not... This is stupid. Private Party then turned on Matt Hardy and then they all beat up Matt Hardy. They got a chair. Sting and Darby Allen came out. Sting and Darby got beat up for a little bit and then Jeff Hardy came out. Jeff Hardy danced. I'm a big Jeff Hardy fan so I enjoyed this. Jeff Hardy danced for a little bit before he went down to the ring because he said, ah, I don't care about you, Matt. You remember when you turned on me? I'm going to take my time getting down there. <laughs> so Jeff Hardy came out. Jeff beat up three people by himself and, of course, made Private Party look stupid. That seems to be Tony Khan's goal. And every week, either make the acclaimed or Private Party look stupid. And uh, I'm torn on this, on this Hardy run. I'm excited to see the Hardys back again, but I've also seen them reunite like five times in TNA, WWE, then TNA again, WWE again, like, Lord. So we'll see what happens, but I'm assuming this will be like every Hardy run I've ever seen, which is good, but also it's nothing new that I've seen in two different companies already. So, and in TNA, they had, they, I don't think they can top what they did in TNA. They did, uh, they had, they had a, I can't remember how many matches it was, but they had at least three very good matches with, uh, 
and triple threat rules with the Dudleys and the Wolves, which was awesome to see. And then one of the Wolves said, I'm not showing up. <laughs> so that's great. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what this run looks like for Jeff and Matt. And then we had Swerve Strickland in the back. Swerve said that he's hyped for Friday because he has a match. Then some random dude came up, and they apparently this dude's Tony Nese. And I did not realize Tony Nese was in AEW2. Another random WWE guy, but whatever. I'm sure Tony's very popular on the indies. I only saw him like once on WWE television. And then uh, Tony Nese said, well, don't you face me on Friday? And Swerve said, sure, whatever, dude. So they're having a match Friday. Then we got Wardlow to come into the ring. Oh, man, Wardlow stepping in the ropes. Uh, Wardlow, I would tell Wardlow should definitely do a Sean O'Hare gimmick. I'd be down with that. <laughs> yeah, if I'm do the devil's advocate thing that Sean O'Hare did, I would be, I would mark out for that, and I would fully be on putting the strap on Wardlow type thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Wardlow says he grew up poor. He also said MJF paid me a lot of money. That's why I did this. And Wardlow took the mic from Tony Schiavone, who was supposed to be interviewing him, and Tony Schiavone just awkwardly stood around the ring, which is hilarious to me. Uh, Wardlow also said that he's leaving the Pinnacle, and he says he wants to go separate ways with MJF. So what was the point of the whole Pinnacle thing? I get that you had the feud with Jericho and MJF, but the Inner Circle really didn't do anything together after that, and the Pinnacle sure as hell didn't do anything, I mean, after they lost to Jericho. I mean, what, Sean Spears was just following around uh, Drake and Wardlow, and then FTR was doing their own thing. The Pinnacle wasn't even a group, so why would they do that? I don't know. Then we had Keith Lee and QT Marshall. QT, Lord of mercy, I got to see him again. QT asked to speak to Keith Lee, apparently, in the interview segment, and QT said, hey, the factory and me, we have your, we have your back, Keith Lee. He said, you don't know me, but I got pull around here. And I said, Lord have mercy, of course you do, QT. That's why you're on TV right now. Um, Keith Lee said, nah, my back's pretty big, and I'll pass on your offer. I said, thank the Lord. And then they told me Keith Lee's having a match on Friday with QT Marshall. Why? It's <laughs> Hopefully they don't make Keith almost get dropped out to uh, freaking QT. Or hopefully they don't have Keith almost get dropped out to QT. I don't want to see Keith have a 10-minute match with QT Marshall. Um, then we went on to the Acclaimed versus Jungle Boy and the Dinosaur. And yes, I'm not actually going to say his real name because they think he's a dinosaur on the TV products. So I'm just going to call him a dinosaur. Uh, the gun club was sitting in seats. They they were watching the whole thing. And I'm sure that Tony will have the acclaimed job out here. I'm sure Tony Khan said, listen, y'all gotta lose again. <laughs> then they showed us what's happening on Dark. And I said, why is Jay Lethal on Dark? Whatever. Um, Jungle Boy kicked out of a cool tag team move that happened after the Acclaimed hit their finish. I don't care. The Acclaimed wrapped, which was cool, but the rest of this match was stupid. I don't care. The dinosaur hit, kicked Mac, Max Caster's hand, and Caster sold it. This sucks. Jungle Boy shouldn't be a pillar. He can't talk. The dinosaur botches a lot. Get him off TV. Maybe you can keep Jungle Boy and Christian Cage, but get the dinosaur off TV. Take the titles off of them. Nobody wants to see these two dudes. 
People want to see Jungle Boy so they can sing a song. But nobody cares about the dinosaur. Get him off TV. Just keep Christian and the Jungle Boy. Whatever. Um, then we had Jade Cargill. Yeah, sure. Uh, Jade. Uh, I don't have anything against Jade. I have a problem with the way AEW books Jade. They don't help her out at all. They just said, yeah, let's have you go in the ring against Ty Conti, who's some not some technical wrestler masterpiece, and y'all two can fight it out. They don't make Jade look better. They say, Jade, yeah, good luck out there, kid. <laughs> Which is stupid. Uh, you should try to book Jade against actual technical wrestlers so they can carry most of the match, and Jade can learn on the fly. Because you didn't want to send Jade... Uh, to a performance center to practice. You just said, no, nah, let's book her straight away. Um, Jade asked, who's next? And I thought that was hilarious. And then Goldberg said he wasn't happy about that, but whatever. Then you had Layla Hirsch versus Thunder Rosa. Why did Layla Hirsch beat Chris Statlander at the pay-per-view? I don't know. Nobody knows. And I also said, Thunder Rosa should win the title soon. Uh, from what I, from what commentary told me, AEW's doing the, my one one of my ideas where they uh, screw Thunder Rosa out of the title at the pay-per-view and then she wins on live TV because AEW's all about giving away great matches on free TV. Uh, so yeah, it looks like they're going to be doing that because this is for the number one contendership. Uh, Thunder Rosa is very good. She should definitely win the title. Thunder Rosa hit a top rope suplex and then turned it into a fireman's carry move, which is cool. Very cool. Layla Hirsch grabbed a turnbuckle thing. Then Red Velvet came out. I haven't seen Red Velvet in ages. And throw, threw Layla Hirsch back into the ring. Excalibur is a weirdo uh, because he called an arm bar some Japanese move that nobody cares about. And Thunder Rosa won, thankfully. <laughs> so yeah, uh, good on Thunder Rosa. She should win the title at the, at the next show, whatever it's called. The Shamrock Shake or whatever. <laughs> Tony Schiavone randomly got a mic and announced that Tony Khan said that Thunder Rosa gets a world title match in a steel cage. And then we immediately cut to Britt Baker. Why does Thunder Rosa get a title shot? I literally just beat her. Which is fair. She also says that it's not fair that she has to face Rosa in a steel cage match. Because that sucks. And then, finally, we were to the main event. The only reason I watched this show... We had Scorpio Sky, who I love. This dude should have been a champ. Because that dude won the first ever brass ring. And they said, eh, whatever. You didn't reach the brass ring, kid. Uh, they just pulled it full-on WWE. And said, you didn't get there, kid. Sorry. Uh, but we had Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, that's the only part I like about Sammy. His little entrance thing where it says Sammy Guevara. And that's about it. Uh, I wrote down Scorpio Sky is that dude. Uh, Paige Van Zandt was also here. <laughs> Excalibur said, ah, look at his inner circle jacket. Which wasn't an inner circle jacket. But it reminded me that Sammy Guevara didn't help the inner circle earlier when they were getting their ass kicked. He just said, ah, whatever. I can't do that right now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> they rang the bell before anyone was ready. The ref didn't even hold up the title yet. They just said, ding, ding. Let's get this over with real quick. So, um, I, I posted on Twitter, uh, Scorpio Sky lost his match. I was opening my own wrestling promotion to book Scorpio Sky as our main guy. 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, Sammy got a table within like two minutes of the match. As well, why is this happening? And Sammy put himself through a table. He did a six. He did a six thirty senton and put himself through a table because Sky moved out of the way. Thankfully. And then Ty Conti ran out to go check on our boyfriend Sammy Guevara. And then Dan Lambert said, there, there are not timeouts in this thing. Which I thought was hilarious because they were stopping the magic. Lambert's just like, there, there, there aren't any timeouts. What are y'all doing? And they, they went to picture in picture. They had medical people, refs, and Ty all with Sammy. I wrote down, thankfully, Sammy's actually selling that he's hurt. That would, That's great that he's actually selling. If Sammy's actually hurt, very sorry. But y you need to learn how to sell if that was you actually hurt. Please sell during when you're not hurt. That's, that's my go-to. Um, they start taking Sammy to the back, and then Sammy just says, Oh, never mind, let me fight the rest of this match. So he gets back in the ring. And Sky, I thought Sky was hilarious. He told Ty Conti, hey, you can't help him. He says, let me kiss him for you. Something, something along those lines about kissing. And I completely busted out laughing. I love, I love Scorpio Sky. That dude's a freaking baller. And then Ty Conti decided to talk shit to Paige Van Zandt. And then J.R. Jim Ross said, yeah, I'm real interested in that. Just completely ignored the whole other match. He said, yeah, I'm more interested in the Ty Conti, Paige Van Zandt feud going on. Uh, Scorpio Sky decided to talk crap after every move, which was awesome. Sammy hit his springboard cutter, which still looks stupid and fake, and Scorpio Sky has to literally watch him and then catch him and then fall on the ground. Luckily, Sky kicked out. Um, that Sammy hit his finish, which was the weird move where he puts him on the shoulder and hits his knee or whatever, and then proceeded to say, nah, let me hit a shooting star press real quick, and which Sky put his knees up, great move. Um, Dan Lambert distracted the ref, Ty Conti stopped Ethan Page from getting involved in the match, and then Page Van Zandt jumped the barricade and beat up Ty Conti. Uh, Sky won with his finish. But of course, everything had to go wrong for Sammy Guevara because he got distracted by Ty Conti getting her ass kicked by Patriots and, and of course, everything had to go wrong for Scorpio Sky to win. Like, like, didn't have the decency to even like you know put him really put him over. They said, well, this has to go wrong. This has to go wrong. Sammy has to be hurt. Sammy has to be distracted. Sammy has to almost be dead. Like, Lord have mercy, everything had to go wrong for Sammy for Sky to even have a chance at winning. So, But thankfully, Sky won. I'm happy about that. <laughs> Sammy Guevara's literally on his feet three seconds later. He, never mind on Sammy selling. That dude decided that he wasn't selling. Uh, it's not even like an Austin Aries situation where, you know, like, Aries, you know, no, no salt to finish or whatever. You know, a couple seconds after he walked out, nah... This dude Sammy is injured and just got hit with Sky's finish and then popped up. Aries wasn't even injured to begin with. He probably hadn't worked in a week. Because, let's be honest, Aries didn't work much in Impact. He was more on the promo side, which I'm cool with because your champion shouldn't be... Your main champion shouldn't be defending their title every week or working every week for that fact. Cutting promos is about what a champ should do. But nah, my man Sammy has been defending this title 
multiple times throughout weeks been doing stupid stuff injured and that he, he said no i'm gonna no sell this no sell this real quick but luckily sky hit him with the title and then uh page page van zandt came continued to beat up ty conti then page van zandt signed her contract on ty conti so that's how the show ended the good of this show scorpio sky winning Paige Van Zandt signing a contract. Hopefully they do something with Paige Van Zandt, which is worthwhile. Probably not, though. Um, William Regal, that's cool. Jeff Hardy, cool. The bad of this show, I got to see. You got to see the dinosaur again. The Dark Order was on TV. 2.0 and Daniel Garcia are now going to be on TV more because of Chris Jericho turning. There was a lot of bad in this episode that I don't care about. The Dark don't care about half i care about half the stuff going on on aw and then the other half i could care less about that's really what it boils down to on so yeah i just i think i may start reviewing wwe again i've watched the past couple weeks so i can know what's going on just like i did with aw i watched two weeks of aw before i started doing the reviews again just so i could know what's going on so I did that with Raw. Maybe I'll do that with SmackDown. Doubt it though. But yeah, um, let me know what you guys thought of Dynamite this week. Nothing special for me. There was some good, some bad. It was about an average show in my opinion. Too many title defenses. Don't know why Hangman and Page had a match, but whatever. Anyways, thank you for listening to this Through All podcast. Stay safe and peace out.